Hello and welcome everybody. My name is Chris and today I'm going to be sharing with you my Keyword Planner review. In case you didn't know, Keyword Planner is a super valuable tool that allows you to um, research monthly search volume of keywords and their historical data. It actually does a bunch more than that, but that's just kind of the little small little soundbite that you can use in order to categorize Google Keyword Planner. Clearly, it has a bunch of really important features, the most important of which, in my opinion, are that it allows you to research monthly search volume. You can also use it to get CPC forecasts. You can also segment by country or language. This is a super valuable tool, especially if you're a local business. Next, you can look at historical data. And the fifth and final primary feature that I think is important is that it allows you to understand the competitiveness of keywords. Looking at the good and the bad, so the good, um, the monthly search volume is something that's incredibly important if you're running a business. Um, if you look at creating content for your blog, if you're looking at optimizing landing pages, if you're looking at creating any kind of content, your first port of call should really be to go to the keyword planner and look at what people are typing. What are people looking for? Um, because a lot of the time, the thing that you think of is the second or third best option. There is actually something that people look for more frequently and more regularly. If you look at the basics of SEO, uh, optimizing your title tag, optimizing your image, is optimizing your content, optimizing your H2s is a super, really is a, is, is a super important, super effective way of, of ranking relatively highly. Um, and, and it's something that should be a, a core component of your marketing strategy. The monthly search volume allows you to do just that, to find the keyword that is most valuable, to also find some latent semantic index keywords as well, and to make sure that those appear in your title tag, in your subheadings, in your H2s, in, in, in the body of the text, anywhere you can think of. The next good point that I wanna mention is the historical data. So a lot of the time, depending on your niche, you will find that keywords come in and out of popularity. If you're looking at creating primarily SEO content, ideally you would want to look at evergreen content. So content that will be relevant, not just tomorrow, not just the day after, but six months from now, a year from now, 10 years from now. So the historical data allows you to, to look at the popularity over a significant amount of time for the keyword that you're interested in. So for example, if you're looking for a recent scandal, or if you're looking for something like the Panama Papers, for example, then you'll find that the historical data shows you that this is actually not a super relevant keyword anymore. Even though this might be something you're interested in, the search volume has peaked quite a substantial amount of time ago, and it probably doesn't make sense. On the flip side, you can see when a keyword is ascending. So if you have a keen eye for, for uh, SEO, which I, which I hope you do, it makes a lot of sense to put in a keyword and look at those that are, have ascending uh, search volumes per month over the last two to three months. You know, if you use your if you use your intuition and your knowledge of your niche, you will be able to figure out keywords that will or at least have the potential to keep increasing in the significant future. The great thing for that is that the competitiveness for these keywords is typically much lower because um, they're simply not on the radar of a lot of the bigger players. So if you do want to position yourself, this is a great way to do it. Next, you get the CPC forecasts. So they give you an understanding using the keyword planner. Um, of the likely cost of a campaign and even the likely success of a campaign. So say you want to run uh, a search campaign uh, in Google AdWords or ads, as it's now known, uh, and you want to know if your keyword actually has um, enough search volume and also if your, your, your bidding strategy and your, your maximum CPC have the potential to drive the traffic that you actually wanted to drive. The Keyword Planner has a tool that allows you to do exactly that. The next point that I want to mention is that you can segment search volume by country and language. This is a super relevant point if you run a local business. 
know, the typical use case for AdWords, in my opinion, should not be kind of local dentists and local bakers because Google Ads is, is difficult. But if you are a local business where you primarily work with your community or your city or you know your village then this is a super powerful tool because it allows you to look at the popularity of your keyword and the interest in your keyword in your specific area you know it's not relevant to you if you live in germany for example and you um fix your fixer upper in berlin you're not particularly interested in how many people are looking for that keyword in cologne or in in munich Right? You want to know specifically in Berlin who's looking for this, and Google Keyword Planner allows you to do just that. The next thing that's super powerful is that you get a ton of new keyword ideas. So whenever you enter a keyword into Google Keyword Planner, it will just give you a huge litany of keywords and their, 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 their search volumes, their monthly search volumes, as well as their historical data, as well as the competitiveness. So this is a super good way of finding relevant new keywords that maybe you haven't thought of yet. If you're thinking of creating content in the long term, the first thing you should do is go to Keyword Planner, look at the CPCs, uh, sorry, look at the, the search volume, and ideally create a content calendar. And these suggested keywords can be super helpful uh, in allowing you to do that. Additionally, just to make sure that you rank for the content that you want to rank for, make sure to look at those related keywords. And if relevant, try and include them in your content. A lot of the time, Google will not just look at you know, how often you use that specific content, uh, that specific keyword, but it will look at the related keywords that it knows should be in there. For example, if you write an article about Cristiano Ronaldo, who's a football player, a very famous football player, then Google will expect the content to contain words like football player. At the moment, he plays for Juventus, so you'll probably uh, assume that the word Juventus is in the, the, the post too. If, on the other hand, your title tag says Cristiano Ronaldo, but then the post is about cats, then you're not going to rank. You, you have no chance. So... Look at the Keyword Planner, look at the keyword ideas it gives you, and try to include them, if relevant, in your content. Right, that's all the good. There's plenty of bad as well, um, although, of course, you know, it's, it's still a phenomenal tool, so make sure to at least try it out. In terms of the bad, so the first thing is that I kind of mentioned at the beginning that it's a free tool. It's not, not strictly speaking true. You do need to actually run a campaign in order to get accurate or precise data. So if you just use Keyword Planner without running any uh, Google Ads campaigns, you will get very broad uh, ranges uh, for the search volume relating to the keyword that you're looking for. This is obviously not very helpful. It doesn't matter to you. It, it, it's not helpful at all if a keyword has a search volume between 100 and 1,000. That doesn't tell you anything. To get more precise data, you actually need to run a Google Ads campaign. Luckily, these are really cheap and you can actually combine them with your business needs. So it's not too big of a deal, but something to be aware of. Next, um, it's important or the experience that I've had with Google Keyword Planner is that it can be quite buggy. Um, I will enter keywords, especially if I enter a lot of keywords, um, it will kind of just give me a zero result. It will tell me, oh, no relevant search is found or no relevant data found. This is something that just I've been using Keyword Planner for about five years now. It just happens quite regularly. It's not a huge deal, but just something to keep in mind. The final bad point that I want to raise is that the CPC forecasts, in my experience, are more like educated guesses. So in an ideal world, they would tell you the likelihood of, a, of, of your success for a campaign in, in terms of how the average CPC will pan out and how many impressions and how many clicks you'll get. In my experience, that typically doesn't actually hold true. They're more like educated guesses than an actual forecast. Right, how would you actually use Keyword Planner? So we kind of talked about quite a few ways already. Um, there are three 
major or kind of primary ways that I would use Keyword Planner. The first is to optimize for SEO. You know, SEO, search engine optimization, is one of your most powerful marketing channels, and I highly recommend you give it a try if you haven't already. You can use the Keyword Planner to optimize existing content, and that should probably be your first port of call. If you do have a website and you have landing pages and blog posts and you haven't optimized them for SEO, you can really make a huge impact by going to Google Keyword Planner, looking at the keywords you're trying to rank for, and then looking at the data and then optimizing accordingly. Often the Keyword Planner will show you that you're actually optimizing potentially for the wrong keyword, one that's too competitive, maybe not competitive enough, doesn't have enough search volume. Um, the Google Keyword Planner is super powerful in that regard. The second thing is the CPCs. So we mentioned already that the forecast is not particularly accurate when it comes to clicks and impressions, but when it comes to CPCs, it does tend to be quite accurate. Launching an AdWords campaign, if you do it the right way, especially if you use Skags, um, it can be quite time intensive, especially if you're optimizing landing pages for, for individual keywords, it can take a lot of time. So actually using the forecasts in order to at least see if you have a ballpark chance of this actually working is, is very, very powerful. So make sure to give that a try. The final thing is to get local. So the when, when you're running campaigns, but also not just SEO, or but also SEM, so if you're running Google Ads, the more local you get typically, the better the conversion rate. So even if you offer an international service, even if you offer something that's available to everyone around the world, um, localizing your ads, your ad groups, and, and, and your landing pages is a really powerful way of, of, of not just increasing your quality score, but actually also reducing your CPCs and increasing your conversion rate. And it is something that I highly recommend. So if you use the keyword planner, you can look at the relevant interest that your keyword has in specific cities. So if you want to advertise something, or if you want to localize um, your ad to Berlin, for example, then the keyword planner will allow you to, to check if Berlin has enough search volume to really validate or even justify um, that level of localization and is therefore very powerful. Right. Um, I'm a big fan of the Keyword Planner. Make sure to check it out if you haven't already. It's a really, really powerful tool. Um, that's all for me today. Thank you very much for listening. I really appreciate it. And uh, have a great day.